Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Figured of Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going back to back, and we are watching the sequel to Pitch Perfect, which is Pitch Perfect 2. Now, I kind of don't know why they named the movies Pitch Perfect. I just I just realized that it's based on a novel, but um, I'm guessing it's like Pitch Perfect because you're like, you're trying to pitch your voice like frequencies and singing and it's trying to make it perfect. That's just my common sense, what I think it is. But um, so Pitch Perfect 2, um, it's only natural that if I'm not into the first movie, then why would I be into the sequel? All those years ago when the sequel came out, I definitely didn't want to see it, never cared for it. Um, at the time, I knew who Anna Kendrick was still. I mean, I thought she was cool from Scott Pilgrim, one of my favorite movies of all time. But seeing her in like other things, it just wasn't impressing me with her skill as an, as an actress, especially because she kept playing the same role. Now, with that said... Literally, um, I would say hours after watching Pitch Perfect 1, I had an epiphany. I came to realizations that I think Anna Kendrick is one of... I think she's going to go down in history as one of the most talented Hollywood actresses to never get her do just. Did I say that right? Do just or just do? Whichever. You you know what I'm talking about. I think she's going to go down in history as one of these actors and actresses who were never utilized correctly in Hollywood. And it's a damn shame because after watching Pitch Perfect, I'm like, you know, this movie at its core, it's kind of shit. But Anna Kendrick, there's not many actresses that can do what she does, right? She this this woman can act. She can sing. And I don't mean like sing, sing like she can like legit sing and i mean like high pitch high pitches low pitches musicals like she can really do that and and another thing that's really crazy about her too is she has such a unique look right and it's not necessarily that look that's like oh well she can always play that high school role or their super young 20s because how she looks yeah sure but there's just something about her look that is charming innocent trustworthy i i can't i can't really explain it but it's something that you see from certain uh, actors and actresses in hollywood or wherever and you're like they have it you know right it's something that can't be taught you just have that you either have it or you don't and that's completely anna kindred now don't get me wrong there's there's also quite a few hollywood actors and actresses that have things that can't be taught and all that stuff but i'm just saying for Anna Kendrick and her talents and what she is really good at in terms of films, besides Pitch Perfect, I don't think I've seen her in anything that has done her justice in terms of showing off her talent ability, right? And, you know, during the, the uh, last episode of the podcast, I did talk about how she was in that movie's Into the Woods where that's like a Disney musical, which I haven't seen, never care to see it. So I'm sure that will be an episode sometime in the future. Besides that, I 
can't honestly think of any other film besides the Pitch Perfect movies that has really catered to her in terms of her uh, talent abilities. Now, granted, it honestly, as a movie lover, it really depresses me that, I mean, like, seriously depressed me. Like, when I came to this realization, I stopped, I literally was walking and I stopped and I just started thinking, I'm like, why hasn't Anna Kendrick gotten that role yet? Like, just gotten a role. No, I guess you can say Pitch Perfect definitely changed her life. That was, like, her legit breakout movie franchise or whatever. But why hasn't anyone made, like, a serious role for her to do that shows her abilities or or have her audition for a role, right? I mean, you look at Zendaya. Every role that Zendaya has gotten, or not every role, excuse me, but a lot of her roles... Anna Kendrick could have done that. I'm not saying she would have done it better, but she totally fit that mode. And I would have loved to see what Anna Kendrick can do with those roles that Zendaya did, right? Like The Greatest Showman, that musical. Was that like not a... Did no one even (laughs) thought about Anna Kendrick during that time? It's just... It's very interesting. Um, I don't know. It's just something I think about a lot for certain actors. And if they ever kind of i don't know come up to their potential their full potential in the in the acting world because now you you look at anna kendrick and her acting or i would say her acting career is kind of like subsided a little bit you don't really see her in too much again if you search my channel i i do a lot of full episode reviews on her uh latest tv show that she's on it's hbo max original called love life which is cool it's, it's a cool thing she's totally performing out of her element which is very nice to see but at the same time this is i don't i think they could have went with a different actress because i don't think that's for her but again i can see why she's branching out she's not trying to be typecast anymore but man anna kendrick never got her due just I don't think I don't think she ever she she ever has, and I don't I'm I'm sad to say I don't know if she ever will, which is kind of depressing. But with that said, let's get into the movie so we can talk more <laughs> about Anna Kendrick and maybe and also more about these actors and and uh, actresses who are going to be in uh, Pitch Perfect too. Because there's one actress that I saw from the poster who was in this movie. You know. Let's just start the movie because I'm going to get right into it when I see her. So uh, this is uh, Pitch Perfect 2. You can watch this movie. I believe it's on Google Play. So if you have Google Play, you can watch it there. Or if you own the DVD, which DVDs are still a thing because I still collect them, you can totally follow along with me. So let's get into it. I'm going to start this movie in 5, 4, 3, two one it already wasted no time (laughs) with the music yeah so that's interesting so anyone who's listening if you're like um if you're if you're watching this on youtube because I, I post this on YouTube and on anywhere you find uh, podcasts. If you're on YouTube, I want you to comment below and I want you to think of an actor or actress that you really like, but they never had their do, do justice 
in Hollywood. Like, they were completely underutilized in every single role they've been in. I feel like I can name a few. Um, obviously, Anna Kendrick's one. I honestly think Michelle Rodriguez is probably number one for me. I think Michelle Rodriguez, if you watch her earlier stuff, she is fantastic. There has never in Hollywood, there's never been an a movie a movie action hero. Or excuse me, when I say, obviously there's been a movie action hero. There's never been a female movie action hero. You understand what I'm saying? Like actors like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Bruce Willis, uh, Jet Li, like those those type of actors and the runs they had. There's never been a female version of that. Never. Now I know a lot of people want to say it's Savori or what? How do you say her name? Uyghur, uh, the female actress from the Alien franchise. But I don't count her because she's only did two movies, right? Or technically, she did three. No one talks about that third one. But um, that was just three movies. And then that movie totally branched off as whatever it is, right? I don't think there's ever been a female actress that had like an action movie run. And that's really crazy. Because there's some really good actresses that can do that. Michelle Rodriguez is one of them. Hey, it's Barack Obama. So, I've read on Wikipedia that it's the same writer, which is kind of (laughs) depressing. The writing was awful in their first movie. The movie was awful, but I I read that Elizabeth Banks is uh di- directing this one this time. So hopefully there's something different about it in that regards. Also, the budget went up like ten million for this movie first movie was like a uh, 17 million dollar budget and now this one has like a 27 to 31 million dollar budget so we'll try to figure out why Well, I don't... Okay. I don't... I wonder if people are really, like, laughing hard during this movie. I'm going to text my friend. I'm going to ask her this question. Were people laughing hard in the theaters?
I just feel like I don't know. I don't know. If people are laughing hard at um, what's that movie called? The Hangover, then I'm sure they would with this. I didn't find the Hangover funny at all. Like one or two jokes that were like, haha, alright, that's kinda of funny. So this is where the budget went. All these fucking cameos. Hey, it's Rosie Perez. Yeah, this is exactly where all that budget went, which is so not necessary. Because you know what happens when you have a bunch of cameos in a movies, especially like this. This is totally a theater movie where it's supposed to be watched at the theaters at that point in time in your life, right? When you have a lot of cameos in your films, it's it makes the film super dated. And I mean like super dated, which means it's going to age poorly. And just like when they showed The View and they show Ro- Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell there, I'm like, Rosie O'Donnell? Forgot she was even on The View. That's not cool. Why would she share that? Who gives a shit? (laughs) Are we supposed to care about this? You're suspended? Who cares? Just do some talent shows. It's not true. There is a thing called the internet. Just post your shit on there. Okay, here's the actress. Let me look up her name. I don't know her name. But I do like her. I like her a lot. Yeah, so the movie that I saw her in, and it was the first thing I ever saw her in, is called The Edge of Seventeen. Fan, it's, it's a pretty, it's a good movie, a pretty good movie with an amazing trailer. But I am pretty hard on movies, so if you watch it, you'll probably think it's amazing. But I do, I do like it a lot. Um, it's it's an indie flick that's uh, basically 
like a high school teen movie drama comedy and it's really funny it's like really funny and it gets pretty serious in terms of in terms of its drama um what's her name Haley Steinfield okay yeah she's pretty cool yeah I like her oh she's a singer well that makes sense why she's in this movie but what I did not know this oh she only has singles though Interesting. I did not know that. Well, they won it last year, didn't they? So this is the plot. How did it get worse? What are the plot for the books? I wonder if the I wonder if the books are popular. Not this guy, a Potterhead wannabe. <laughs> it almost seems like this movie is like, we're trying really hard not to give you too much dialogue because we know it's shit, so let's just get with the singing. <laughs> Wait a second. That guy who's singing, he looks familiar too. Doesn't he make music? See, now I gotta look up all this stuff again. No, not him. Adam Devine, that's not him. No, that's not him either. Why are there so many? Skyler Austin, that's his name. Yeah, he's a, yep. He does music too. Oh. 
Nah, well, his singles came out this year. I guess that doesn't count. I don't know who wrote this and thought like, yeah, this is funny. <laughs> the Asian girl is still here, right? Yeah, she's right there. She um she was usually making those type of jokes. Why is this chick doing that? Why is it always like a foreign a foreigner student? Or excuse me, I'm not saying a foreigner student, but like a minority doing this role movie <laughs> how did you ah there has to be a collective like nuance I hope I'm saying the right shit sometimes I just say shit I'm like oh, am I already using the right vocab <laughs> there has to be like this understanding of all the actors to be like hey we make these movies because they're super fun and they also pay us a lot of money and it's fun (laughs) (laughs) right there's no way you can take this this movie seriously working on this Are they dating now? We wait. There is nothing happening there, though. See, pop music like this, I don't like.
this must be like their record label she's always wanted to be a, be a part of or whatever. Oh, uh, I don't know if this is key or peel. I don't know which one's which. Wait, I think it. Nah, I really don't know which one's which. But I never found them funny, like ever. This dialogue is not going anywhere. <laughs> Maybe it's just me for not finding this stuff funny. I once did like a. I was on a show that's on Comedy Central, and it was like. The comedy from the show is just like not funny, like at all. But then, like the director and and like the first AD and like a few other people were like laughing at it. They're like, "Ha ha, this is so funny!" Oh ho, can't wait for people to see this. And I'm just like, "Dude, this shit is whack." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me, man. It's it's probably just me. I don't, I feel like I've seen a worse comedy than this. I can't dub this as the worst comedy thus far I've ever seen. Oh, so this group has history? I thought it was just like a new thing.
<clears throat> so I don't like necessarily listen to pop music like this, but whatever she's singing. Obviously she can sing, but the problem is you sound like every other pop star. You know what I mean? Yeah, they need to stop the jokes. I think the film would be better if they just didn't make jokes. <laughs> and who is that? Is she new? That other redhead is pretty tall. Everyone else is just super short. <laughs> I'm still a little confused on what's going on, per se. So, let's recap. Um, they were performing live in some big competition. Things went wrong. Like, really wrong. And now, the people who in charge of the competition feel embarrassed. And now they kicked them out. And they made a deal with them saying the only way you can get back in is if you win this other competition where Americans don't ever win. So... Oh. And then so far there's not really a subplot. There's just filler. I feel like this movie is just filler. It's just all filler with, music, with catchy, catchy tunes. Okay, they need to stop this no chemistry relationship now.
Ouais. I think Rebel Wilson is also going to be one of those actors, too, who kind of, I don't know, kind of never had the right role for her, per se. I don't know. Well, who's a really good actress that's, like, really good at being a, uh, like, a um, supporting actress? You know, like, the best friend. What's a good actor an actress who does that I don't know I just feel like Rebel Wilson would be good at that What is going on? <laughs> this movie is... This is such a weird movie. What a weird franchise. Yeah, these actors must really love each other to keep doing this. That's the only reason why. This reminds me of Zoolander. <laughs> what a funny movie. <laughs> I feel like... I don't know. Maybe they could have made made that movie like that. Because Zoolander is just ultimately just poking fun of the uh, fashion and model industry. Our modeling industry. And this movie could have easily made fun of the uh, so-called... like sororities in college. It's just kind of weird now. You know, it's just the music. It's not like the music's bad or anything. It's just random as shit when they just start busting out singing and stuff. I feel like you need a plot. You need you need a good story to kind of tie things together, you know? I'm talking about y'all did it last movie.
Uh, so what are they trying to sell? <laughs> Anna Kendrick Hayden. <laughs> Mini muffins, definitely. Depends on what muffins. Hmm, what are the best muffins? I made some lemon blueberry muffins from scratch like a few months ago. Amazing. Hmm, how tall is Anna Kendrick? I'm guessing she's 5'3". Five two. Oh, she is tiny. Wow, she is tiny. I wonder how often she has to stand on an apple box on set. An apple box is just like a think of it as like a flat a flattened like uh what's the best way to it's like a wooden um log <laughs> this is the best way I can explain it it's like a wooden log that's rectangle and they come in different shapes and sizes or I'm sorry different sizes same shape and sometimes if you're small or if you need like an extra boost in your height or whatever they will call like a, a smaller apple box and have actors uh, stand on it But why? Why is it important to beat them? I'm trying to understand why is any of this important? See, look, they're doing it again. This music. It doesn't have a good payoff. Whatever happened to that blonde chick? I guess she like graduated or something. Or maybe she read the script and she was like, hell, hell no. Shut up. (laughs) 
Mm, I didn't realize. Never knew. Never knew Snoop Dogg was in this movie. I don't know what that what a Columba is. She got the beat machine. Watch it. She about to. Oh yeah, she about to do like some eight oh eights. Hey. Oh my god. <laughs> it just would be maybe better if it just didn't sound so studio like. You know, you know what I mean? <clears throat> it almost feels like this movie shouldn't be a movie. It should just be a soundtrack, right? Just drop soundtracks every year. Yeah, this movie... Listen, we're not even like, we're barely one third in. Barely one third in. I feel like this movie definitely did, doesn't do Anna Kendrick justice. I used to watch this Snoot Dogg show back in the day. I think I was like in elementary school or so. 
He used to have this Snoot Dogg. He used to have this TV show on MTV called Snoot Dogg Televizzle. Oh, my God. That shit was so funny. He would do something called, like, uh, what was it, like, ghetto history or, like, nigga history or something like that. And he was, like, he, it was so funny. It, he was talking about, like, the first, or what was it, like, the history of the do-rag? <laughs> he was talking about the history of, like, the do-rag and stuff like that. It was pretty freaking funny. I didn't even hear her. This is so... I wonder if anyone's ever criticized the writing of this film. To, like, not only that it's, like, not funny, but maybe... I mean, listen, I'm not offended by it at all but I can see like especially people today I can see people being offended by these films What's this guy's name? He's actually from uh, Atlanta. And I, I used to watch a show many years ago called uh, Mr. Mr. Man Show. I think that's what it was called. It was like him and someone else and they were just doing like sketch comedy. So what is this? There's no hostility, animosity going on here. Because I don't even know each other. See that could be offensive too. I don't I don't understand what is that supposed to be like a German accent? What? What is he doing there? <laughs> that's a quote from a, one of my favorite movies of all time the warriors 1979 i reviewed it on my uh youtube channel it was one of my first reviews
<lacht> ja, ja, ja. Is that Clay Matthews? I would have been. I wonder if there's anyone who just left the theater <laughs> while this was playing. They went to go see this movie and they literally left right in the middle of it. They're like, nah, this movie is not worth it. The thong song? I would have loved to see this in theaters just so I can see how people react to this. So what did they just get like the offensive line for the Packer? Well, no, because Clay Matthews is like a linebacker. theirs is better. <laughs> You're going... <laughs> 
<laughs> that was kind of funny. Well, you're going to hell. Songs about butts. <laughs> Every joke this movie makes takes a piece of my soul. The fuck is this song? You should just eliminate them for just picking the song. I thought you said you had a song. We... You blew it. Okay. I dated John Mayer. Oh, I love this song. Walking fast, faces passing, I'm homebound. Da 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 da. Oh man, don't ever fucking ruin Vanessa Carlton. Is this. No, I, I can't even name these songs. I was gonna say that was JoJo, but I don't think that was JoJo. No, this one's whack too. You're better off just singing the uh, the Fat Joe version. Yeah, boo! Sing the Fat Joe version with Ashanti. The way <laughs> the way he hits the gong is kind of funny. <laughs> you see, when you're trying, when you're watching a comedy and there's nothing funny about it, you pay really close attention to details, trying to find something to make you laugh. Okay.
Of course. They have you see what I'm saying? They just have her just be the token Mary J. Blyde uh Fantasia person. That's just so fucking stupid. <clears throat> she didn't have to sing that song. And I'm very confused on Fat Amy's character. Like, is her character designed to have you laugh with her or at her? Because there's a clear difference, and that's subliminally doing like a fat shaming kind of thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bitch, you don't know the rules. <laughs> Boo. Shit is trash. That shit is trash. Well, duh. Why would you sing something original when clearly the board says 90s hip-hop, you dumbass? Hey! Jump, jump. Jump, jump. Don't try to compare this to this to anything you ever had. <laughs> Why is he there? He, that boyfriend is so random. Yeah, they just need to make albums for this. Because the music is actually good and it's catchy. But the movie in itself hurts my fucking soul to watch. It's, it's like bad. It's like really bad.
out in the desert. <laughs> This minute of Anna Kendrick acting right now is what we've seen in every single film. And she has done nothing different. It's kind of sad. Jesse, that's his name. He's so boring. else to say it's like i don't know like what do y'all think about rebel wilson's movies I've, I've seen i saw one of the movies that she was like a star in i think me and my girlfriend we saw that one like isn't it love or love something i forgot what it was called but that was totally like an it felt like a 90s no no it felt like an early 2000s kind of like romantic comedy which is kind of cool but very forgettable like you won't remember that movie in T-minus the drive home would that be a problem you have a life not like y'all are doing anything with your voices like go put out an album like go be on itunes or something it seems like they just don't do anything this is a very weird sci-fi <laughs>
I wonder what Anna Kendrick looks like in person. I bet she's skinny as shit. Her arms look so freaking skinny. She looks like she's never worked out in a day of her life. But yet, somehow she just has a super fast metabolism. Capers? I think my girl. Oh! My girlfriend loves capers. She loves capers. I've never had them before. But I remember in her fridge, she has like just this jar of capers. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? Like, it just looks like. I thought it was like olives at first. Aren't y'all already dating? What what is this then? I'm I'm describing this movie to my friend right now. <laughs> I'm like it's hurting my soul. <laughs> I wonder, in all honesty, I don't, I, I would be bold to say, I don't think these actors got paid that much for this, for these movies. Because the budget, the budget is pretty small, right? So... I mean, don't get it twisted. I'm sure, like, someone like a, a Rebel Wilson and Anna Kendrick. Um, maybe this guy, too. They're definitely getting, like, a million. For the, like, uh, at least, like, a w way over a million for the, for the role, right? Or at least that's what I would think. And then... Yeah, I just don't. They, clearly, they love each other. They love having fun. This that could be the only reason why they would keep doing this movie. So the thing I was gonna say is, I wonder if Anna Kendrick were able to go back in time to where she got casted for the first movie of this. I wonder if she would do the second one. Cause you know this is the 
these are the films that kind of made her super typecast. And her character is a complete 180 from how she was in her first movie. These Elizabeth Bank moments are just so bad. So my friend just told me, she's like, don't even watch the third one. <laughs> don't even waste your time. Don't even watch it. Because they're like, she's saying it's like 20 times worse than this. And this is pretty bad. But they're still doing acapella. Their problem last movie was they didn't have any acts. They didn't dance. They didn't do anything. so weird this is really crazy Why is she, why is she, what, why does she have braids? She looks weird. I don't like that look. Yeah. 
I don't like that look on her either. That's weird. Some women can't pull operate. There are a lot of white women that cannot do it. Scratch that. All of white women can't do it. I haven't seen a white woman pull off braids in a minute. I don't think ever. I remember. I remember there was this white one white girl in my high school. She she showed up to school one day with braids on. She looked crazy. <laughs> she. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it was weird. It was weird seeing her that way. end of the Bellas there's no stakes like at all what city do they live in well since they kind of just showed a Green Bay Packers I would imagine it's like maybe they live somewhere in Milwaukee or somewhere in I have no idea Oh, that's that guy. I thought that was Anna Kendrick's boyfriend. <laughs> I'm like, why are you flirting with her? Yeah, see, this film, stop doing romance. Just stop. It's not good at it, and it's just, it takes away from the movie. Oh, look, it's her.
I really can't believe they keep calling her Fat Amy. Like, why? That's so, so interesting. The little messages films, films put in there and people are just oblivious to it. Just like how the most obscure and different women out of all of them is Amy. And since she's fat, she has to be different. And she has to be funny. She can't be serious. She can't be this or that. She has to be funny. We have to laugh at her. It's the same reason, the same thing you get when you have like a token black person or a token Asian person or whatever. A token minority in, a, uh, in, in any type of film. It's very interesting. I took a little bit of a break, but I'm sure you guys didn't notice. <laughs> um, my my time, I'm like an hour and 12 minutes and 15 seconds in, just in case you guys are wondering. But uh, I'm, I should be at the same spot. I'm just so amazed that this movie has like barely a plot. It's like this movie has a plot. But it doesn't follow it. <laughs> and you know, when I saw that Elizabeth Banks is like, oh, Elizabeth Banks directed this. And you know, that other woman is like the writer still from the first movie. At this point, change your writers and change directors at this point. I think from watching this movie and in watching pitch perfect one at least pitch perfect one was like uh, there's just something that set it apart right I, I guess I mean pitch perfect one you can totally tell like okay this is like an indie movie made mainstream or made for mainstream made to look mainstream and it was totally for the audience experience nothing more pitch perfect 2 is like when a really huge 500 company 500 fortune company buys an independent company because the independent company is doing really well and they think they can just sell their stuff way better than they can this is the results of that as if the company is trying to feed the fan base the same shit but it's not it looks different it looks a little bit worse but just with the same product in a sense Like Anna Kendrick is me watching this movie right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's totally me right now.
How tall is Rebel Wilson? She's pretty big. I didn't realize how big she was. Or at least here. She's like skinny now, which I don't like that. I mean, I like that she's like healthier. And if she feels healthier, she feels better about herself. That's cool. But I don't like the fact that she said she wants to lose weight so she can get more films. I don't like that. What is this argument? This is so... You know what this is? Those These Pitch Perfect movies are no different from, like, epic movie, disaster movie, date movie, like, all those type of parody comedies. It's no different from those. Only this one is more singing, I guess. But even then, those other ones, they would have music, too, and it would be, like, musicals. So this is, like, no different. Wow. And honestly, I prefer disaster movie than this. <laughs> at least disaster movie was kind of at least making fun of Hollywood. This one th just thinks it is Hollywood. Says she's five four, Robo Wilson. Nope, five two and a half. Hmm, interesting. I don't like her character. Why are you so interested in being a part of something? Which is weird. I haven't seen much movies that she's been in. Just uh, The Edge of Seventeen, which I thought was really good. Um, I knew she was in that Bumblebee movie, that Transformers movie. I don't. I don't, I don't really watch Transformers. Sorry for hearing popping noises. That's my TV. Whenever my TV turns off, it's like...
Okay. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Is that not offensive to people? <laughs> just what she just said? Are people laughing in the theaters? No, I should text my friends because I know they worked on Pitch Perfect too. I'll just ask them what was production like. Look it, yeah, I'll just ask them. Good content for the podcast. Probably should have had them on on this episode. Let me ask Mencia. It's so it's so incredible that a lot of us in the film industry are kind of like bragging bragging about being on certain films and like yeah I've done this I've done that and like doing everything we can to just freaking be on certain shows that like this like the biggest fucking shows and at the end of the day they're so fucking trash. I mean, like, like yeah, obviously it would be really cool to work on something like Pitch Perfect 2, right? Like, yeah, I did Pitch Perfect 2, major film, made huge film. But, dude, what is this movie? Like, why is this made? And don't come back. Yeah, this film is, uh, it's gone all over the fucking place.
But I wonder... So what is Rebel Wilson good at, per se? Right? Like, I think she can be funny. But Hollywood has never been accepting to anybody plus size, right? Like, they just don't want that kind of representation. And I don't know why. It doesn't really make much sense. Because I already said no. Was it this video or the last? The uh, Probably Pitch Perfect 1. Where I was like. The only plus size female actress. That we've seen. And of course like male actors. You can totally be plus size and, and do shit. Shit isn't the same for uh, male actors. For female actress actresses. But for female actresses. It's like. The only, only thing I can think of. Is like Queen Latifah. And maybe a very young, like, Rosie O'Donnell, maybe. But Rosie O'Donnell is kind of like, eh. She's kind of on the fence. But Queen Latifah, definitely. And after that, I can't think of one. I can't. I honestly cannot think of one. Oh, oh, that girl from The Heat with Sandra Bullock, that actress. But I don't know where she is today. This movie would be a lot better if they were just like actually singing and nothing is everything and make it not sound like everything is in a freaking studio. Wait, you're using your boss's studio? <laughs> get ready to get fired. <laughs> oh, I hope he finds out. So weird. Again, this makes me depressed. Just... Anna Kendrick deserves better than this. A lot of these actresses do. Except for this guy. Not Keel or Key or Peel, whichever one he is. He's totally made for stuff like this.
What? Everyone can produce, bro. This is so weird. IT University. Wait, where are they? wasn't what the fuck how dare you did you just talk about christopher Hay christopher christensen hayden like that he was not shit in the star wars prequels why is that always a thing when someone talks about the prequels oh the guy who played anakin was whiny in this look how the film was fucking written george lucas can't write for shit right he's easily one of the greatest creators who ever walked on this earth but I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make this into a whole Star Wars debate. <laughs> hey, oh my goodness. He was not bad as Anakin. Goodness gracious. He was perfectly casted as Anakin. Or at least I believe so. Him in episode three? Get the fuck out of here. He was phenom He was amazing in that. You can say what you want about Attack of the Clones. Again, that movie was written poorly, but I do love that movie. You you can't... Okay, I'm sorry. Obviously, this is supposed to be just for one big joke, right? Hayden Christian's Tower. Eh. All supposed to be one big joke, right? I don't... And obviously, this is like breaking the, the fourth wall, right? But I don't, I don't understand how you can say Christian Hayden was bad in the prequels due to he was just performing as what actors do with the content they're given to saying that Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, and the rest of these actors in this movie... Are absolutely shit in this franchise and this pitch perfect franchise there's no way you have there's no way you cannot compare the two then I don't understand the jokes. 
they are borderline offensive. <laughs> and you can laugh at offensive jokes, okay? Because they're just jokes at the end of the day, right? But it's like there is no way possible. I would really love to know. Like, I would really love to ask these actors if they're proud of these movies. They can be proud of what they've done for their careers, but as a movie as a whole, I don't know. I don't know. Again, they must have really liked spending time with each other during this film, during these films. Yeah, stop hating. Stop cock blocking. If he can pull a girl like that, there's hope for all of us. <laughs> what song is this? Oh. This is a uh, journey, right? Oh, night. Hold tight. No, oh, I totally don't know the lyrics. Do people listen to acapella, though? Is that, like, a, a thing? I'm sure this movie made it a little bit more popular than before, but... I don't know, man. This is a weird sci-fi. Because I have a feeling if they had an acapella event like this, it wouldn't be this full. Hmm. Well, this film is almost over. It's got like 20 minutes left, thank God. I know that actor too. He's been in something. <sighs> I'm a Kendrick so much better than this.
I don't like this song. No, I don't like this song. And you know what's crazy? Fall Out Boy is like my top three favorite artists of all time. Middle school, high school, that's all I listened to was Fall Out Boy. I didn't like that when Fall Out Boy made kind of like turned into this pop. I mean, they were always pop punk, right? But it came a time where they just turned just officially just nothing but pop. And I really didn't like that. That's why I kind of stopped listening. That goes to show how talented they are. That they can kind of transition like that. Not every artist can do that. Performance was good. Music was stupid. Or let me not say stupid. Music was subpar. I feel like they could have chose a better a better song. I give it an I give it an eight. No, we don't know where you've been. That kiss that happened, what was her face, happened, had to have been hours ago. It was daytime. Why is everything a joke about her weight? This movie is fat shaming. Legit. I, and I told that to my friend earlier today. Uh, just pitch perfect movies it's like there's nothing wrong with being overweight yeah, over anyway they're all like graduating After this movie, I'm going to look on YouTube to see what people reviewed this movie. Like, how can you review this movie? It's just like... It's so weird. Like, it's so, it's so bad that you can't even, like, rate it officially. Because <laughs> clearly, if you're rating it... Like, if you're watching this movie, you're clearly watching it because you want to see it. And you kind of know what to expect from it. But you just want to hear the acapella music. This performance is not starting off good.
Let's see what Rebel Wilson has any films coming up. I didn't know she was in Bridesmaids. Well, again, I didn't. I never saw that movie. I only saw like one scene. Solo. This performance went down the fucking drain when they started to do original shit. That's not the point of this contest. We want to hear popular songs in a different take. How would you know that? Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know what? This is no different from when Spider-Man No Way Home comes out. Because a lot of those people are going to go see that movie just for the fanfare, right? We want to see Tobey Maguire. We want to see Andrew Garfield. We want to see all the shits. And I am guarantee you, women and men go and see Pitch Perfect 2 in theaters. Or when they did, they were just like, I want to see such and such. That is all. So I guess you can't knock it, but at the same time, you can. It's shit.
Did they do it again? They just didn't show them winning again? Two movies in a row? Let's laugh at the fat check again. Literally. I don't understand how you can slide down when it ends. All right, I, I guess that's the movie. Um, written by Kay Cannon. If I wrote this movie, I wouldn't want my name associated with it. But that's just me. That's just me. Um, interesting. Wow. This movie really does promote like fat shaming and. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that thing at school. You kind of grew up, you just make jokes towards certain people, not really being conscious of, like, why you're making those jokes. It's not because you necessarily believe that, ha-ha, fat people are funny or this or that. It's because you see it all the time in the media, so you just happen to say it. And the movie kind of promotes that a little bit. Um. Wow. Uh, I don't. I'm pretty sure there's like a end credits thingy, so we'll stick around. I. I mean, the only thing I really get from this movie is it launched a lot of people's careers, but it's so weird how it's very well famous, and it's amazing how. It's just amazing how bad the content is. Like just like at its core, what it what these characters are saying, what these characters represent. It's really bad. And maybe I maybe I haven't followed this movie throughout the years or something, but I'm so surprised nobody has spoken out about this movie. I'm very surprised. Hmm. All right, get a little. What is this like the voice type thing? I never watch these shows anyway, too. 
Adam Levine, Pharrell Williams. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is either. Is that Christina Aguilera? I'm not too sure. I'm, I, just, I, I don't know these things, and sometimes I don't know them for a reason. Yeah, that is Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Her name's like on the credits right when I was like thinking. And Blake Shelton? I don't know who that is. Christina Aguilera. Couldn't escape her goddamn music growing up. It's harassment, buddy. Da 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 da. I um, I was like looking at the grip department because that's what I do in films. Gaffer, Best Boy Electric, Lamp Operator, Rickin Gaffer, blah, 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 Key Grip, Danny Brazen, Best Boy, Best Boy, Dolly Grips, Company Grips, hmm, nobody I know per se, Jake Alvarez, none of that. Reeking grips. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about this film, rather than it's just these movies have aged poorly, <laughs> like really, really, really poorly. Um, I don't know. <sighs> I almost want to go watch an interview of just how, like, an interview years after, just to see how the actors feel about about this role, because it's just. I don't know. It's just so, um, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy from just, um, a lot of the shit they say in this movie and not only just like the offensive jokes and stuff like that, but it's just absolutely crazy that, yeah, it launches people's careers, but at the same time, a lot of people are typecast from this role and a lot of, it just doesn't bring any, it just has no substance. I guess that's what I'm just trying to grasp from it. This movie has no substance. So, but that said, I, I think I'll, I'll just leave it here because I'm pretty dumbfounded. Um, oh wait, uh, duh, I, my appreciation for the film. 
This is the second time, and it's only for these Pitch Perfect movies that I'm like, ugh, I don't want to talk about it. But no, I... The thing I can appreciate from Pitch Perfect 2, again, I'm willing to bet everything I have that these actors keep doing these movies is because mostly because they're a lot of fun and you really 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 love the people you work with and of course you're getting paid a good sum of money to just hang out all day and deliver some crappy lines which i'm sure some of these lines had to be improv i'm sure um so i can appreciate that because that's honestly my favorite part sorry about my chair i'm that is my favorite part in film and that's why i continue to work in film because when you go on a set for the first time and you don't know anybody from day one all the way to like day 20 or day 30 or like maybe day 7 or 12 whatever from day one to the last day on set you've kind of established or kind of created this familyhood brotherhood sisterhood with these group of individuals that you probably wouldn't even consider talking to um, outside of the film industry. And I find that incredibly amazing. Like the films that I've been a part of, the people that I've met and the people that I've continued to uh, have uh, friendships with, um, I will never forget those memories for the rest of my life. And even when times are hard and, and, and things aren't going my way and get you know depressed, I always think about those times because I truly do cherish them. And I do love that feeling of just being of just being with your family. And you know, just like a group of friends or whatever that you've bonded so much that you would consider them a certain a different type of family, like a film family, which is definitely a term. So I can appreciate it from that standpoint. And if I was Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, and, and, and these actors, the rest of the actors, directors, producers were my actual film family that I actually have, I would do 20 of these films. <laughs> Absolutely 100%. Got to do what makes you happy at the end of the day. So I can appreciate Pitch, Pitch Perfect 2 for that regards. Um, the music was catchy when it was supposed to be catchy you know when they did their acapellas it was interesting to hear a different spin on certain popular music but at the same time this is what we're here for right we're not here for the jokes or at least i'm not we're not here for the jokes we're not here for the characters and what they fucking do we're not here for the plot jesus christ no one is here for the plot not even the person who wrote the movie uh basically the thing that this movie is selling is the music so why not just have more of that? I don't understand why they keep trying to break the movie up. Like, okay, let's get away from the plot. Let's do something funny. Or now we can go into a song. Where this entire movie could have just been like one big musical. Like, people just don't stop singing. I don't know. I just felt like there could have been more music. And I and that wouldn't have been a bad thing for me. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, that's how I, uh, that's how I feel about it. Um, so yeah, Starfighters, that was, uh, the Starfighter full movie podcast. 
Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, shout out to my YouTube viewers. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment below. Let me know what you thought of Pitch Perfect. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you love it back then, but hate it now? Or did you not care about it back then? And then for some reason, you kind of develop a love for this movie. I would honestly and generally love to know. I love to figure out why people feel a certain way about movies they care about or don't care about. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's the podcast. And I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters.